Hold on to your butts. These are the Squashbuckler Diaries. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. The daily podcast about Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. We follow her from birth to death in the biggest, biggest story you'll ever hear or read in your life. And right now we are dealing with heavy stuff. So let me give you some uh, background, remind you. Joy is a girl who lives in her father's dreams. He's not really her biological father. He's a father who who, uh, who raises her. But he dreams that he's her father. And they have swashbuckling adventures because that's the thing he dreams about. Swashbuckling adventures, probably from birth. And now she's almost six years old. She has had a big, big, big argument with her best friend, General Hawk, a villain who killed another villain to save Joy, and she said, we don't kill. Now months have passed, and Justin, her father, is trying to teach her to kill, to survive, that in some circumstances, you must kill to survive. The Red Dragon watches over everything, and uh, she knows Joy has to learn to kill to survive, because she knows what's waiting for Joy outside the dream. We don't yet. And we don't know if Justin does or not. Is he just preparing her because they live a life of adventure? Or is he actually physically, consciously preparing her for whatever he knows he's looking for on the other side of his dream? We don't know that yet. Last episode, the goblin monster already killed all the goblin grown-ups that we saw, the gob- goblin adults, and was about to kill a goblin kid, which is Justin trying to force Joy to make a decision to shoot to kill the goblin monster. He himself has had an injury in his leg, which it's his dream. He wants to have that injury just so he will not be the one who has to go to the battle and fight. So Joy, instead of shooting the goblin, called the goblin out and the goblin came to her and her rocket launcher is aimed down. Now, what happens next? Let's see. Episode 372, Life and Death, Part 5, The Goblin Monster vs. Joy. Joy's age five and a half, told by the Red Dragon. The Goblin Monster came to stand within a meter of five and a half year old Dragon Lil. The monster towered over her almost six times as high. Dragon Lil was still holding the rocket launcher her father gave her, but she was just holding it rather than aiming it with her hand not on the trigger, as it pointed to the ground. Dragonfather was nervous. A second rocket launcher appeared in his hand. This was indeed his dream, and he had seemed to create it to teach Dragon Little to kill villains. But she had not done what he expected, and I'm sure he felt, like me, that this adventure was now out of control. In my hiding place, I stood up, prepared to save Dragon Little. If the goblin monster attacked, I would not be fast enough. My only hope was that Dragonfather was enough in control of the dream 
to protect her in time. Until today, he almost always had been. But there is always the time a dream gets out of your control, because it is not controlled by your conscious mind. The goblin monster growled at Dragonlil. You! Dragonlil yelled at him. Don't kill goblin kids! The goblin monster growled more, then began to turn around. Hey! Dragonlil yelled again. Don't ignore me! The goblin monster turned at hearing her voice. With two hands, Dragonlil raised the rocket launcher as high as she could as it pointed downwards, then slammed it on the goblin monster's toe. Ah! The goblin monster roared. Then it looked down at her with anger in his face. Shoot! My sharp dragon ears heard Dragonfather whisper from the woods. The goblin monster raised his right foot high, ready to stamp down on Dragon Lil. Shoot, 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 Dragonfather whispered, aiming the rocket launcher at the goblin. You just try, Dragon Lil yelled. The goblin monster brought his foot down faster than I thought possible for him, I gasped. Joy! Dragonfather yelled, dropping the rocket launcher. The only one who did not panic was Dragon Lil. The edge of the foot landed only two centimeters next to her, a clear warning not to get involved. He had missed her on purpose. Now the goblin monster waved his hand dismissively and walked back to the village. The dragon father sighed with relief. Jesus Christ, he whispered. You're crazy, Joey. He held his head. I could not believe her behavior as well. I need to recover before I tell you the rest of the story. Told by the way, dragon. Hashtags, joy, Justin. Goblins, killing. Oh, you know what? That is joy for you. She does her best to not kill the goblin monster, and she is fearless. Stupidly fearless. I'll just say one thing, which is why I'm the one telling the story and not, you know, a professional actor or actress, because the Red Dragon is a female. Um, I told you the life and death thing is based on a real thing, on uh, my story, my personal story of how I was taught to kill, well, to shoot a gun, by the military. But um, this is also based on a real thing. When I was uh, 20 years old, I went to London to, to visit. And I went alone. It was my first time abroad alone. And I was in some, uh, I don't know, underground, underground. Anyway, it was a train tunnel. It was a train station. And I had to wait. It was night and I had to wait for this, for the train to come. And I was lying down, uh, on my back with, uh, my head on a pillar. And there was some kind of guy that seemed homeless and slightly crazy. And he saw me and he walked towards me menacingly. Then he came really, really close, and then he stopped with his leg right next to my neck. And I did not move. I thought showing fear was bad, and he wanted to get me to be afraid. I did move. He stopped right next to my uh, neck, and then he moved away. True story. And here it is again. Appearing in the context of joy, because it fits joy. And, and it's not that I wasn't afraid. I was deathly afraid, but I thought that was the right thing to do, to not move and not show fear. 
Ah, anyway. That's today. Next time, part six. Well, we'll have to see what happens next. If you haven't subscribed, do subscribe. If you haven't told your friends, consider telling your friends. You know, share this story with them. Be able to talk to your friends with about this. And now, the credits. The Squash Buckler Diaries are written and read by me, Guy Hassan. All the tags mentioned in this story are searchable at the website. You can find all the stories there in written form and in fact 150 Squash Buckler Diaries more. The Squash Buckler Diaries is the diary of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. She'll be called the Forgotten Girl by her father. She'll be a true heroine. She'll change the world. This project shows her entire life from birth to death. Check out the website at guyhasson.com, that's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com. I've been an author and playwright for more than 30 years, and this is the first time I've used the guyhasson.com website, because The Girl in the Dream is my life project. If you have questions, if you want to comment, please do. You can comment at the website or email me at guyhasson at gmail.com. That's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, at gmail.com. The theme music is called Brass Gentleman and is created by Thomas Harudek. My name is Guy Hasson, and this is my life project. Come back tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow for more. Thank <laughs> you.